I flipped on the overhead lights as I walked through the door of the shop and continued proudly to the small office in the back. Even after a few months, it was hard to believe that I was finally the owner, well, part owner, of a bookstore. A librarian by trade, I was a book junkie. I had always dreamed of owning a bookstore, and finally, because of great friends, some money I had set aside, and a lot of hard work, that dream was realized a few months ago. I'm Trixie Pristine, 38, divorced, and mother of a wonderful eight-year-old son, Cody. I am part owner of a bookstore, coffee shop, wine bar, called Red Wine, the other two owners of Red Wine are also my best friends, Berkeley and Sophie, one of whom must have just arrived because I heard the front doorbell ding. Since recently escaping a psychopath, we were all adamant about keeping that door locked during non-business hours when we were here by ourselves. Trixie, where are you? I heard Berkeley call from the front. Where do you think? I'm in the back, I yelled back. A few minutes later, I heard the tapping of her heels on the wood floor. I brought you some coffee. Thanks for starting the machine, by the way, she said, setting my mug down on the desk. I added some of that new hazelnut creamer I got to try. It's not as strong as some, and I think I like that. I took a sip, being careful to not burn my tongue. Our coffee maker made crazy hot coffee. You're right, it does have good flavor. So how did it go with Tom last night? Tom was Berkeley's ex-husband, and since the death of his girlfriend Sylvia by a deranged snow globe collector, he had been begging for Berkeley to take him back. Up until recently, Berkeley hadn't even considered the idea, but lately she had been having second thoughts. Sophie and I thought she was crazy for even thinking about it, but she kept trying to rationalize her reasoning, none of which made sense to us. The same, he took me for a nice dinner and bought me a present. She held out her wrist so I could see the new diamond tennis bracelet on there. And gave me his million sorries, followed by a million reasons why I should take him back. Sometimes I start to believe his bullshit. He seemed so sincere, and then I remember I was married to him for years. I should know better. I just feel bad for our twins. You know, I think sometimes maybe I should give it another try for them. Berkeley, They've already been through him leaving, and they're adjusting to the co-parenting schedule. Showing them a healthy, loving relationship is much more important than them seeing you unhappy. Kids are smart. They will, at some point, figure it out. Better you be apart and happy than together and miserable, I said. You're right. Maybe I will just string him along a little while longer until I get the earrings to match this bracelet. Let him think he can buy his way back. That's not too mean, is it? She teased. After all Tom had put her through in the last year, 
She deserved all the jewelry she wanted, in my opinion. Enough of my problems. How are you doing with Jack being gone? She said, changing the subject and taking another sip of her coffee. Jack was my boyfriend. At least he had been. Maybe still was. I wasn't sure what we were right now. Jack had recently moved back to California, where he was originally from. He had family business to deal with, and doing it from the Midwest just wasn't working. He had quite a complicated background. He had wanted me to go with him, said he wanted to marry me. But the shop had just opened, and while I loved him, and he was a great guy, I wasn't ready to leave here and leave my dream. I also knew he didn't have much of a choice but to go back to California.